It was around two in the morning. I was driving to the campsite and I see this ball of light going through the forest. This big white ball of light gets bigger. And as it gets bigger, there's this red little light that comes out of it. After I saw the red light, a couple seconds later, I completely checked out what happened. I had no clue. A very panic kind of state of mind. This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me as always is my co-host Todd. What's up, buddy? Hey, Brian. You know, we've talked about aliens before. We've talked about uh, abductions before. Travis Walton. You've even met Travis Walton. Shook his hand. We did. Uh, gave him a card. We'd try to get him on the show. But anyway, tonight's guest had some kind of weird experience, and he lost track of time and ended up in a different area, I think, than when he started. So kind of yeah, wondering if he didn't road. get abducted here. That's what I'm thinking. You know, I think we're going to find out here in a minute. Yeah, we're going to bring Jesse on tonight. We're going to let him tell us what he experienced and what happened to him. Yep, let's get him. This is Lyle Blackburn, and you're listening to the Cryptid Creatures Podcast with Brian and Todd. Hey, Jesse. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Thanks for coming on and talking to us today. I'm glad to uh, talk to you guys. So you had reached out to us on an email and said that you had an interesting thing happen to you. Yeah, so um, I this happened last year uh, during the summer. I was staying um, I was staying with a friend in Lake Tahoe um, and I must have been about 36 so it wasn't so just, wasn't too just long last ago. year yeah this wasn't a long time yeah ago. no it's pretty relevant um, still kind of learning the aftermath of everything that happened in those two days or two nights. But yeah, um, I guess to pretty much get into it, I believe this was a, not a new thing to me, but something that was the most dominant experience I've had that kind of made me think after of all the little connections I've had in my life. And this just pretty much was the anchor point. So to pretty much get into it, um, the first night was probably just as strange as the second, but in a different way. Um, prior to this experience, uh, so I was just first camping in uh, South Lake Tahoe. And this little remote area, it doesn't have a lot of campsites. So there's not a lot of people that go there. It is not regulated as much by the National Park System or the National Forest System. So it's pretty remote. So I had some buddies. We always go camping every year uh, to remote places and just to get off the grid. Uh, last year was Lake Tahoe. So uh, they were hanging out with me for a couple days um, while I was working in Gardnerville, Nevada. Uh, after they left, that's when things got really weird. Um, yeah, so the first night, uh, as usual, I was sleeping in my tent and probably the dead of midnight, uh, I woke up to this like orb like, um, uh, I want to say this light that was shining through my tent. And I was pretty annoyed to be honest because I had no idea why there's this a, like lumen light coming through my tent and just annoying me. And so, you know, like anybody we're going to investigate, um, cause we naturally think it's somebody else that's entering our space while we're camping. There's always that camping rule, you know, stay off my lot, but you know, if you need help, I'm always here. So I had that kind of idea. Well, maybe somebody needs some help and that's why they're entering my spot in the middle of the night. Um, how the light was shining through my tent. Um, it was just this aqua blue 
um, it, it lit up the whole area. So I unzipped and I'm looking around and I finally look up to the sky and I see this big, big blue ball. And I wasn't sure what I was looking at until it hit me. Oh, I'm just looking at the moon. Um, it, that's just all it is. It's just a big full moon and it's just in a position where it seems like it's pretty close. Not a big deal. Uh, and then I was like, wow, it's actually really pretty. And I was like, okay, well, um, I'm going to zip off my tent, go back to sleep. And that's what I did. And nothing happened. Um, other than that, that first night and just carried on my day for the next day. And just had no idea if that was anything other than what happened the second night. So, uh, the second night, um, I was, I was working down Gardnerville and, uh, it was a late, late, late night. And I ended up just driving back to camp. Um, and it was around two in the morning. I, the way to get there, you have to go through, uh, kind of deep in the forest you do lose service for a little bit uh it's pretty it's pretty remote so driving to that spot um is what is when i lost time there was just a lot of events that happened and um to this day i'm still kind of piecing everything together but for what i do remember i was driving to the campsite and I was listening to my music and I turned to my left and I see this ball of light uh, going through the forest. And I look at it and it's like, oh, not a big deal. It's probably another car. Um, and I just keep driving. But for some reason, I, I wanted to look again and probably after, you know, a mile or two. I look again, the, the, the light is still just kind of following me. Um, I would say it was a good about 50 yards and it's just whooshing through the trees and it starts kind of elevating up, um, past the kind of, um, the tree line. Um, uh, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. There's no hills on that side. Cause I'm pretty familiar with, with Lake Tahoe. And it just goes up in the air. Uh, okay, that's definitely not a car. And this big white ball of light uh, gets bigger. And as it gets bigger, there's this red little light that comes out of it. And it goes the complete opposite direction, like in a Y formation. Um, so the white light goes up. The little red light goes towards the lake. And I said, oh, shit. And <laughs> that's when I, I completely forgot everything. And I do not realize, um, I didn't realize after this whole episode that the time was lost because I was just not looking at the clock. So I guess what happened is after I saw the red light a couple seconds later, um, I completely checked out, um, what happened. I had no clue, but what I was aware of is that I just remembered being in, um, in a, in a roundabout, uh, parked to the side and it, I, I was crying. Um, I was sobbing. I, I was just in a very panic kind of state of mind and my body was reacting in a way where it was complete shock. And I didn't know why. And, um, the best way I can articulate on how that feels is like a glitch. Um, just like our phones and our computers or whatever when something just stops working and it glitches out and we get that scrambled effect. And that's what my brain felt like. It just, I couldn't comprehend the last whatever time. And 
just to give a, a kind of a timestamp, um, when I left the ranch, uh, it was probably around two in the morning and now it was like almost four and it only takes about 25, 30 minutes to get to the campsite from the ranch. So I had no, I, at the course at the time I had no idea. So here I am, um, in this cul-de-sac crying, sobering, um, the first thing I thought was to call my best friend and who was recently just camping up there with me. And so I called him and I'm like, Hey dude, I don't know what just happened. I, I'm freaking out. I'm crying. And he's like, okay, well, where are you at? And I was like, uh, I think I'm in a cul-de-sac. He's like, okay, you need to go back to camp. I'm like, but, but I saw this white light and this red light came out and He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Calm down. <laughs> Pretty much all you got to do is just go to camp. And so he just repeatedly kept saying that no matter what I wanted to tell him. And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, let me try to figure it out. And as I said that, the phone went completely dead and it got really hot. And I was like, oh, you know, that sucks. Um, so I'm like, okay. Let's address the situation. I let's put all the emotions on the side and let's just get to camp. Um, so luckily for me, I got to camp and still very disoriented, just, just trying to like, if you're really drunk and you're trying to get home, not drinking, driving, of course, but you know, like you're just trying to figure out simple, basic things like how to open the door and, how to like walk right, you know, right foot, left foot. So that's what it felt like driving. Um, it felt like I had to talk to myself for me to comprehend. And that was the key comprehending on what I was doing. Cause I was not comprehending anything with logical, um, you know, whatever. So I get to camp and I started kind of waking up out of whatever that was. And I call my buddy because my phone started working again. And he's like, Oh, good, good. You know, I was just on the phone with uh, the forest rangers and giving all your information. And I was like, no, no, you know, I'm, I'm cool now. Um, I'm, I'm back to camp, but Hey, I have a question for you. And he's like, Oh, what's up? And I was like, okay. It, I'm looking at the sky right now. It's really, really dark. It's black. Um, when you guys were here, did you see any full moon or was there any, anything in the sky that was just big? And he's like, no, um, no, there was nothing there, but, uh, don't worry about that right now. Just go to bed. And I'm like, I saw this big moon yesterday and it was really close to like my tent and, it was just a big full moon. He's like, again, I hear you, but just go to bed. We'll talk about tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, all right. So um, I get to camp and um, I get into my sleeping bag and I, of course, I can't sleep. And so um, not too long after I got to camp, I started hearing a whoosh, 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 whoosh. And, um, I end up calling my other friend to kind of clarify that I'm not crazy. And so she's talking to me and I said, do you hear this whooping noise? Uh, and she's like, yeah, I hear it. She's like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, that's a long story, but I just want you to, I just want someone to know other than my other friend to know that I'm hearing what I think I'm hearing, not hallucinating. And uh, she's like, yeah, here. I was like, okay, okay, I'll let you go. And so I go outside to to hear what this this whooshing noise is. And I look and I see maybe five very dark helicopters um, circling around this whole area. And they were circling for, I would say, a good 15, 20 minutes until they disappeared. And I knew instantly, um, I knew it was the government. I knew the government was there. Um, I, I used to work for the government for a little bit. Um, so 
I kind of get how they, their procedures are. And just for being an avid listener to a lot of different platforms, um, when something happens that it's not supposed to happen, of course, Big Brother's always there to investigate for their own purposes. So that's how I took it at that night. Um, and this seemed to be the one of the most dominant experience I've had in a lifetime of experiences. Yeah, definitely. That's crazy. Before this happened, did you did you have anything else going on weird? Yeah, so um give a little backstory on, on who I am. Um so uh I am a half breed Native American. Um I lived I've lived really close to reservations and, and so I've had families who've seen, you know, everything from um ghosts and and lots of different weird things. And of course you know, in the nineties, there's not as, as much, um, education out there as there is now. So as a kid trying to understand these things that would happen to me, um, now listening to other people's experiences have really answered these. Uh, I'm a very avid outdoorsman. Um, right now I live in Montana. Um, so it was just, I've seen shadow people. I've heard whooping noises like the Sierra sounds. I've heard even here at Glacier. Um, I, uh, I've, I've seen as funny as it is. I've seen a, a chupacabra in Kansas. I, I, I feel like I don't know why I am so drawn or this energy of things that happened to me in my life. And I know. And this experience, whatever that was in Tahoe, um, was just kind of an anchor point or something that was just wanted to be dominant to it. But, uh, yeah, camping out in the woods, I've always said, like, you go into these dispersed areas, dispersed areas and you see some weird stuff. So what happened after the helicopters? Did you, did you get out of there the next day or did you stay the night? What would you do? Unfortunately, uh, I was stuck. So <laughs> I had to, uh, I had to stay there, um, for work. And, um, this is around the summer in Tahoe and there's just nowhere to camp that is not either populated with families or there's just so much places you can't camp. So there are just so many rules in that area. Um, yeah, I had to stay for a while. Um, the, person that I was seeing at the time. Um, she's very insightful. Uh, I learned a lot from her about that other kind of paranormal stuff. Um, she was telling me, uh, she's like, okay, well, let's retrace your step for those last couple of days. And so she, she determined because I brought them into went into that realm, you, you were a magnet to that, and that's why you were drawn. They wanted to do what they wanted to do. Um, on this ranch, uh, I asked her, so there's a big kind of corral, and uh, it's it's probably their biggest corral, but they don't have any horses there, and I've asked why, because they stick five horses in a little corral and nothing in this one. And she's like, well, there's a portal there. And I laughed and I was like, a portal to what? And she's like, well, you know, interdimensional beings. Um, they, they love that portal. They freak out the horses. So we just don't put anything over there. She's like, but Tahoe is such an important place to uh, a lot of things and people. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, well, she goes, Tahoe is important, you know, of course, to Nevada, to California, to humans, to, uh, creatures to aliens and and she's like there's they go in and out of the water um and actually there's a tunnel system that goes from tahoe all the way to pyramid lake nevada and um there's i guess there's something out there in that lake that uh is very important to a lot of things 
So, but the crazy thing about all this is, um, uh, this year I went camping at Zion, um, with my, the same buddies. And of course we were all around the campfire and, um, my other buddy, uh, I was telling him the story I just told you guys. And as I was telling the story, the guy who I called on the phone with, he's like, whoa, 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 you, you told me a different story that night. And I'm like, oh yeah, what did I tell you? He's like, well, you said you were driving and you saw this white light and you stopped and you got out of your car and you start walking towards the white light in the woods. And you said this white light turned into this, uh, like white creature and it had red eyes and it started chasing you through the woods and you ran back to your car. And, uh, when you, when it got up to your car, that's when you blacked out. And I was like, I don't remember that. I just remember seeing the white light coming out of the woods and, you know, the red light coming out of it. And he's like, no, that's not what you told me. I was like, that's all I remember. <laughs> so interesting. I guess that, yeah, I guess that night I told him a different story than, than what I remember that actually was, I can comprehend. So, wow. So you were driving along and saw this light. You're on a road, highway, whatever. Whatever happened to you happened. And when you came back, woke up, whatever it was, you were in a cul de sac somewhere completely different. Yeah, I was probably about, I want to say, a good 25 miles away from what I was supposed to be. But I lost a good hour and a half of time. So That's what um, I was going to ask. How long? How much time did you lose? Yeah, a good hour and a half. And wow. um, I don't really drink. I don't smoke weed. I, I don't do any hallucinants. I'm pretty straight edge. So um I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm kind of scared to know what happened. And I've had some friends in um, Montana that do um, uh, like hypnotherapy or, and whatnot. And they've asked me if I wanted to um, go on a session. And there's, I say absolutely not. Cause you know, when you sleep, that's the most peaceful time of pretty much, you know, your day. So I don't want that to be ruined. And of course, um, and of course I've had a, a history of, of things that happen to me, um, especially out when I go camping. Um, the same buddy that I talked to on the phone, um, uh, we were camping in Kanab, Utah, uh, two years ago. And we stumbled onto, um, this little area. We weren't sure if we were supposed to be camping there, but. We went pretty much five miles into this desert area. And as we were setting camp, um, we saw these like glowing orange eyes, um, all around our camp and it freaked us out. And of course we had a bunch of guns. So we were just shooting up in the air, trying to scare whatever it was, but they would just kind of like stare at us and run away and, um, and it just happened all night until we left. But so when this event happened, this UFO, this whatever it was, I would say that was probably my worst experience out of a laundry list of little weird ones that uh, that has happened. Were the eyes that well, you saw were they were they higher up, like in the air, or were they more low, like a like a like a four legged animal, or do you think they were higher up than that? I would say a good about four feet, four or five feet. Um, some would be about, you know, two feet off the ground. Um, I, my grandma told me a story about the little people up on our reservation. And so I naturally thought maybe they were the little people. And, but some were four, you know, four feet. And so we didn't understand. Well, I didn't understand what that was. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that are out there that, you know, we're all trying to investigate. And, and, and it's funny because, um, I was listening to you guys the other night about, 
um, the girl that lives in Libby, Montana, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is only about yeah. two hours away from me. And um, really, yeah, I, I live right next to Glacier National Park. And you guys asked her about um, any creatures in, in Glacier, and mm-hmm. and I was listening. to You guys, like, yes, there definitely is something at Glacier, and. I was like, I can't wait to talk to you guys because, uh, like, I know what she saw was uh, she saw uh, uh, evil medicine man, and um, but at Glacier, um, uh, we have three families of Bigfoot out here, and I've got this information from this like really old time logger who showed me all these pictures of these huts and these structures. Um, and he didn't want to tell anybody cause this guy's an old school Montana dude. He didn't want to tell anybody cause he didn't want to get either a fired or people think he's, you know, crazy. So he was right. showing me on his phone that he goes out to hungry horse, which is a big reservoir between uh, Columbia falls and, and glacier. And he's like, yeah, you know, there's, there's these three families of Bigfoot. They stink really, really bad. And every time that, you know, there's a hut, that they build um, the national park rangers will come a couple days later and tear it all down and act like nothing happened, but they keep building these things. Mm-hmm. And um, so again, like I, I go out to the woods a lot and um, sometimes I'd go for a, a sunrise hike and I've heard um, these whoopings out by Lake McDonald, which is a lake in that glacier. And they sound exactly like the Sierra sounds. And um, I guess what my point is, is the amount of resources out there. Um, I would have never knew what the Sierra sounds if I didn't hear, you know, other podcasts or, or investigate my own self. Right. I would have just thought, oh, well, whatever, whatever that was, I don't care. But the fact that I can identify to that to something else in a different part of the country. Mm-hmm. you kind of connect the dots so um with this alien experience um it's like connecting the dots to what other people are experiencing so i can kind of communicate to my own self what happened right do you think you were taken up somewhere abducted so to speak in that time period you were blacked out i i don't know like you know I want to say yes, but I don't know for what purpose. Um, I, I don't think it's cinematic as the, as Hollywood makes alien movies to really are. They're not as a terrifying as, as, as that. It seems like it's just more of a pause, a pause in your own self-conscious. And what, what I, I guess what I've noticed after the abduction, um, sometimes I would wake up with a black eye or a really like a pulled muscle in my lower back. Um, and then maybe after two hours, it goes away. Um, and this is, this is probably within the last two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't know what it is. Um, and so I, I try to break things down logically. Like, okay, maybe I, I whack myself while I was sleeping. There's always some kind of logical explanation about something, but the, that what happened in Tahoe, I, I can't explain it. And I've looked at the lunar cycle for that night in that area. Um, for if there was a full moon that night and there was, there was no full moon. So even um, researching that, and as I end up going to the extent of, I found this website where you can um, search um, UFO sightings uh, throughout the country. And so I, I looked around, around Calif- Northern California and even to LA about other, what other people have sighted in the sky. And I did see, town i think i want to say by salinas california that someone else saw a white light um and a red light together so and that was i think maybe a a day earlier so i just started connecting the dots as more i'm getting out of this um 
I guess you would say, shock of what happened. Well, you had mentioned earlier that you you don't know why these things keep happening to you. Maybe it's because you're listening to podcasts and listening to all these things. Brian and I have talked about this before. Some people are just um, magnets to this stuff. Yeah, they're, they're into it. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. you just draw these things naturally. I don't know why it is. Um, sometimes I wish I was that way, but maybe I don't really want to be that way <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, did right. you feel? Yeah. Did you feel any pain or anything other than the black eye and the and the and the back problems recently? But right after this happened, did you feel any pain or sickness? No, I actually think I got better. <laughs> so maybe it was a good thing. Um, yeah, no, I, I I feel like I got better. I was having major kidney stones and. Mm -hmm. and those suck so after uh this event it, they kind of just completely went away um my metabolism started getting crazy high like I, i'm 37 now but i start feeling like i was 25 and my mm -hmm. my brain just and i'm not saying it was because of that event i just just noticing little things that have happened since then um that are they're positives uh negative there's nothing negative that i feel like came out of that so um as i said earlier that weird things have happened to me and this is the most dominant one i've seen um when i was a kid i didn't sleep in my i slept under my bed until i was 13 because i would see uh black figures standing over me um as a child and i didn't know what I, what I was seeing. So I figured sleeping with the spiders down under the bed was a better option. And when I got into the military, um, I was stationed at Fort Bragg in North Carolina and I would see a lot of, um, different things out there. Um, and I, I, I couldn't explain it. Even when I, we were doing this, uh, training, training situation out, out in the, you know, sticks, I would see, uh, these kind of, I thought they were shadow people, but these black figures standing behind trees kind of in and out of, you know, the, of uh, the tree looking and then once you look at them, they turn away. And so after this, um, experience that happened last year, I kind of really took all my events that I've seen and kind of tried to puzzle them together. And I thought they were shadow people, but I'm, I'm kind of realizing that they might've been, you know, entities, they could have been uh big for, they could have been anything. And so, um, yeah, so it's just with, with this alien encounter, I have, it, it, the one thing that has happened that is negative is every time I see, um, something that kind of triggers me and it didn't trigger me before but when i see like say ancient aliens or something that's shows the grays and they're standing over somebody's body that completely freaks me out now and it used to not freak me i used to thought it was kind of funny but i don't know why it kind of like makes me uncomfortable now and yeah so i don't know <laughs> that's, yeah that's probably what's in your subconscious from uh from the abduction you probably were abducted and they you know i mean we don't know why they do it Asian, i don't know but that's probably yeah, i don't know residual in your subconscious just remember yeah, there there is like it, it got so bad when i was a kid about these weird things i was like i want to live in a house that has no windows because i was terrified of windows i would the, I thought the most terrifying thing was to open your window and at night and see somebody just staring at you through the window. And I would experience that as a kid. And there was a lot of cats that would go by my window and just cry and cry. And that scared me too. And, and uh, <laughs> I was a tough little kid, you know, I was a little, you know, but so, um, <laughs> so I mean, to have all these weird things and try to kind of um, be tough and try to bury it in your in your bury it in yourself and not talk about it and then um 
it, it is, it's, it's tough. So, um, now that it's cool that, you know, people, you know, like you guys are, are presenting this platform for people like me to kind of talk about it. And, yeah, and so it's, that's why we started this. And I don't know if you guys, since you guys started this podcast, have you guys manifested some kind of more, I guess, paranormal attention on your guys' lives? You know, we talked about, you know, like we were saying earlier, you, you've experienced a lot of stuff. Some people are just really what we call sensitive to this stuff. And we don't mean mm -hmm. sensitive in the, in, the, in the word that people think. We mean that you see things more. You, you accept things more. Brian and I could walk by an entity that's really there, a ghost, so to speak, and not, not even know anything, feel anything, nothing. You could walk by and be like, there's something right there. I feel it. You know, some people just right. have that knack to accept or, or, you know, naturally have knowledge about these things and interact with these things more than other people. I think, I, I don't know why you were chosen. If you're abducted, why the reason good things came out of it, I guess you're, you're more keen, maybe refreshed as a human being, so to speak. Maybe it's something everyone should have happened to them. I don't know, but, um, I know you don't want to delve into it. You said, really, you don't really want to know, but have you ever thought about talking to a therapist or a hypnotist to try to figure out, maybe get the details it, just to know really what's going on? Yeah, I, I think you, uh, I think you're right about the sense of magnet. But yeah, I think eventually I will be ready to unlock that door and, and see what really happened through that yeah. lost time. I can uh, see how you wouldn't want to do it now. It's still pretty fresh. Yeah. <laughs> well, knowledge is power, and I'm not ready for that power yet. So, <laughs> right. but um, yeah, for whatever it is, I, I don't think it's going away. I think this is just something like, you know, in life, like, great, I have to kind of, you know, put attention to this now. So, um, every, every encounter I've had with, with weird stuff, it's more of annoying. It's, it's, it's annoying to deal with. Um, the alien thing, just that just plain sucks. Um, and it's not going to stop me from going out in the woods and experiencing, you know, life, yeah. but ultimately it's, it just sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll definitely keep you on your toes while you're out there. So, yeah, I mean, um, I moved to Montana and not because of that, but I, I, I'm a frequent outdoorsman and, and now that I'm listening to other people's experiences, I've realized in Montana that I've, I think this is one of the top five states of, of people reporting aliens and UFOs. And I know with the Sierra Nevadas, mm -hmm. that is like a hot spot for, you know, Bigfoot and um oh, yeah. uh and so I'm getting kind of I guess the best of both two of two worlds here. And with with Montana I've noticed that there's of course not a lot of people here, so there's not going to be a lot of sightings reported. And right. that's more of paranormal in a whole, whether it be Bigfoot or air aliens. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know what the dog man was until I, I started listening to all these podcasts and, um, I, I've never seen any of that, but, um, I think, I think the most terrifying thing is, is, is someone invading your space and taking you out of your, your routine and doing things to you and just plopping you back. And yeah, so that would be the worst part about that whole thing is somebody having that much control over you that you, they can stop your life for an hour or two, you know, or however long it takes. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, um, it definitely sucks. And the, the first kind of I've, Prior to this, I, I've never seen any like UFOs or anything until I started, uh, living near the res, uh, in East San Diego, California. And mm -hmm. this, this one night I, I was falling asleep. Um, and my dog was outside and he just kept yapping and yapping and all the coyotes 
they just started going crazy. And I was telling my dog to be quiet and he wouldn't listen to me. So I go outside to unchain him to, um, on his dog run. And the dog is just looking up in the sky. And all of a sudden the coyotes just stop, um, yapping. And I'm trying to look at, trying to get my dog in the house, but he won't move. So I look in the sky to see what he's looking and I see this like, you know, light, um, going through the mountains and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, let's, let's go in the house and he won't move and he's being stubborn. I look back at the light, the light stops and I figured it's just a plane changing directions going towards me. So it's illusion that it looks like it stops, but it's just heading towards me. That's what I perceive that to be but then it shot the other direction in like a crazy speed like a millisecond just boom that way onto uh towards like mexico and whatever and i was like whoa and the dog snapped out of it all the coyotes started yapping again and i was like oh that was you know that was so cool <laughs> so i i took that more as a joke like something that was like oh that was just freaky and fun um but yeah uh that was a whole different experience than than tahoe and it, i don't know it, it's it, it's just not what i think okay so what i think what happened in tahoe um i can try to explain the second night logically and break it down where i believe maybe um, I just zoned out and I just was kind of maybe in the cul-de-sac for a little bit and just kind of blanked my entire head for no reason. I have no clue. Um, maybe that's a possibility. Um, but the night one of seeing that, that big blue moon, I can't explain it. So it, none of it makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was a moon you saw, um, obviously. I don't think so. And I'm sure this, the one you saw the second night was probably the same thing. Did it did it appear to look look the same as what you saw the night before? Yeah, it looked exactly the same. Um, I'm an artist, so I, I try to therapeutic my brain by articulating what I saw. So I've drawn a couple of pictures of that night and maybe to try to unlock something on my own. But they did look the same. Um, it did have a little hint of blue. Yeah, I could, I can email those to you guys. Um, they, I, I, I just, I can't, I don't know. It's funny because, um, of course, being out in the woods, you've seen Bigfoot, you hear Bigfoot, you hear these, like these crazy stories that people experience. Ghosts seem like the most innocent, basic thing. Um, as terrifying as still is, it's just, it's not feel like a big deal. Um, hearing monkey guys in the woods, you know, you know, uh, whooping and, and tree knocking, whatever, right. dog man, whatever, government, whatever. It's just those things that happen to you while you sleep or while, while you're camping out in the woods and you lose time. That's the stuff that really sucks. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and what kind of refreshes my mind is, um, uh, one night when I was sleeping, um, with my ex-wife, well, she was my wife at the time. Um, she, uh, we were laying in bed. Um, we were of course passed out. I woke up in the middle of the night and I turned over and I see this big black shadow standing over her and it's leaning towards her and staring her right in the face. And I leaned and I looked at it and I was like, Oh hell no, I'm going right back to bed. <laughs> I turned over. I, I didn't tell her anything. And, wow. um, but you know, it, it's just, I think I've a magnet towards these things and mm-hmm. I don't know what her, her his. Yeah, I don't know what her history was. So I, well, you never really talked about this. And so maybe, um, it was, she was just caught in the crosshairs and, 
Um, this is all this stuff that I've kind of buried in myself, but until this event, it's kind of everything's <laughs> just kind of connecting the dots. Yeah, I mean, wow. if you if you really want to get into what you think happened, it, it wouldn't hurt to talk to more people and try to open that up if that's something you want to do. Um, I'd kind of like to know what happened to you exactly, to <laughs> be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, for that to happen, though, for, for the way it went down, if you were taken up by something, you and your car had to have been lifted up and taken and then put in a different spot, not just you. You know, your car as well, if you think about it. You know, that, that's funny you say that because now that I'm thinking, my car, it was a brand new Jeep JL. That thing was a new model. Uh, it was a Jeep Wrangler. Honestly, I would say about a month later, that car got annihilated. Something went wrong with the engine. And um, mm. it, 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 I, mm. even the mechanics didn't understand why. It just, just something with the engine just fried um and because there was a lot of electronic things that were going on with it and it was a brand new jeep and i i don't understand why mechanically it just decided to you know take a dump so um you're right if i was um taken that jeep had to be put in a different spot with me right it's like they were flying around. You were the only. Per were, there weren't any other cars around you when this happened. Were there? Do you remember? Were you just alone on the no, road? No, I, I was just alone on the road, and I, I didn't. I'm used to that because I would drive a lot from Montana to California, and sometimes I'd be out in the boonies in Montana, um, in these really remote areas, and nothing, nothing has ever happened. Um, but in Tahoe. It, it was, there was nobody around me. Um, of course, it was middle of the night. Uh, there are a few houses there. There, so it's not completely isolated, but, um, I feel like, I feel like whatever it was, it, it wanted me for a purpose for reasons I don't know. Um, yeah. but I, I guess, um, as I live my life a little more, I guess more answers will kind of blossom. Um, maybe have you thought about going back to that spot or do you want to go back to that spot? Probably not. Yeah, I'll go back to that spot. I figured that it's not this spot. It's just wherever I'm at. I mean, if it's going to happen, yeah, the first time they'll find you again. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to run away from something that's, you know, far more superior than I am. So, uh, if it's going to happen, I'm like, well, let's just let it happen. And, uh, maybe I, I need to understand this. Um, it, it that, I guess that's one of the reasons why I decided to move back to Montana. And, you know, I guess just to get away from every crazy thing that's happened in the country and, and maybe just getting away from that little area too. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess um, time will tell. Are you worried that this could happen to you again? Uh, I, I think it has happened to me already, and yeah. as long as I, I feel like if I don't remember it, then I'm fine. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, could be, yeah, it could be worse. You could remember everything, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I hear other people's encounters, and they've have more of kind of imagination, not saying that I'm not discrediting anybody, but they have more of a, more of awareness what's going on. They, they remember being abducted. They remember they're finding things in their body. Um, so I know their, their experiences are way more terrifying than me. Mine is more like, um, turning the blind eye and maybe that's good. Maybe it's bad. Um, Maybe I was conditioned to think that way from the military because um, there would be a lot of things that are shady that, you know, you would experience there and you don't talk about it. So maybe that's just I put that in that file. Mm -hmm. But to the extent where I'm actually a curious creature and I want to talk to, you know, people like you guys who've 
you know, talk to countless of, of people and connecting. It's all about knowledge and connecting the dots. And I need right. to open that book a little more. Yeah, I, I think it might well, be helpful for you if you did. Yeah, yeah just do what it's, you know, don't, uh, don't go rushing into it because you never know. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of discover when you open those floodgates. Right. Right. I, I, I think, um, my, my family. So I, I looked into that. My family, they, they've also seen a bunch of not, I wouldn't say aliens because they don't talk about it, but like just weird things that have happened in my life. So maybe it's a genetic thing. Um, my grandma would, she'd tell us stories about how when she was a kid, that she got really, really sick and she had this picture of Jesus on like above her bed. And so she said that she was laying in bed trying to get over this illness. And of course this is like 1930s, really long time ago. She's old. Um, well, she was, uh, so she said that she looked up on the, on the, picture of Jesus and she was praying to him. And so he started moving and laughing at her. And so she got freaked out and she was screaming. And so my great grandma came in and then the, the picture went back to normal. And so she had a bunch of, she would tell us all these stories of things that little ha that would happen. And then some of my aunts, they would, they would have this like medium connection where they, see things and so i think it's just maybe genetically passed down that some of us are magnets so hey houston cons prices are invincible that means prices have been cut low as in amazingly low as in won't be beat in fact we're backing it up with our low price guarantee invincible prices on appliances furniture electronics mattresses and more not invincible enough for you? How about free next day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building. Visit cons today and find out what invincible feels like. Mm, that could be. Possible, yeah. Who knows what this world is made of? I mean, we're taught certain things growing up. We're taught a certain way of life. We're taught this is this way, this is this way. But when we become adults and get into things, we start to realize things like this, for example, are talking about it. The world is not what we were taught. And who knows right. what's out there. So mm -hmm. you just have to have an open yeah. mind and accept it, I guess, and, and try to figure it out. Talking about it like we do. Like I, we've said before, Brian and I have talked about this at different different scenarios. Bigfoot, you have it, whatever. And I'm more confused now than when I started. You know, I thought I had. It <laughs> I had thought no we'd clue. be getting some answers, but we have more questions now than when we started. Yeah, I can't wrap anything around what's going on in this world, or what this world means, or why we're here. I had, I thought I knew a little bit, but I have no clue at this point. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's ride. like. <laughs> It's like, dude, just just tell us they're aliens out there. Like, nobody's really going to care. I'm like, okay, well, cool. You know, I got to get to work, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, uh, I, I've really, I guess what happened since this event, it kind of put it into a, a higher gear of trying to not only understand that and just under try to kind of knowledge myself on other things. Um, and I, I do try to go out by, you know, the, the Blackfoot Res on um, East Glacier and, and other places around Montana and try to kind of do my own amateur uh, investigation and, and try to see just what is really trying to speak to me. And, um, and it's funny as out here with, it's like with the whole Bigfoot thing. Um, if you go in certain areas, you, you do find weird huts. You do find tracks. You do find stuff like that. And it's just, I still can't understand any of it. It's, it's none of it makes sense to me. Um, the thing that does kind of freak me about all this other stuff that I have never experienced is the dog man stuff. And, um, that's just sounds really just wicked. Everything else sounds crazy cool but still scary but that dogman stuff just sounds super wicked yeah i mean that's stuff they put in horror movies werewolves you know i mean 
Bigfoot's one thing could tear you apart if you wanted to, but you don't really hear, yeah. hear of that happening. I mean, this, this dog man creature, it's just out to kill and eat. You know, I don't think it cares what, what you are, to be honest with you. And how the hell, why is it here? Who put it here? Who made it? I no idea. Yeah. I, I feel like that they're all connected. I feel like, um, it, it's funny with ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, you know, these, this, myths that are out there they all have one thing in common and that's lights um a lot of people who report bigfoot sightings they see lights they see orbs same thing with dogman um you know the little people on the res uh they all connected with some kind of energy some kind of light and it's that is the one thing they i feel like they all have in common um but yeah nobody can understand it well, if somebody mm-hmm. figures it out, I hope they tell me. Yeah, no oh, absolutely. <laughs> Jesse, we thank you for coming on today and sharing all your experiences. And that was great stuff, man. Yeah, that was wild. Cool. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to be on. I was glad to talk to you guys and kind of crack open more of this experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, if you ever do get to talk to somebody and you figure this out, come back. Get back with us. Let us know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Or if you see and something. Let us know else. what's going on up in Montana as you're out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm curious on um this this road that this the girl from Libby is talking about. Um I kinda wanna go out there and see what kind of see what she's talking about and kind of get a maybe a sense of mm-hmm. what that is. But I for sure know that's a medicine man. So Yeah. Um it's interesting. Cool. Someone else reached out to us in an email and was asking to, to put us in contact with her. And I said, well, we don't normally give out that information, but if you Google her on Facebook in that area or just Libby, Montana. But it's interesting that you brought that up. There's some weird stuff going on out there. And I'm sure Glacier National Park has some very interesting things going on. Too. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. She's not wrong. I, I totally believe what she saw because I, I don't know if you guys been to Montana, but this is some very dense, rugged crazy kind of terrain way crazier than Sierra Nevada and this place. Um, I feel like if I was something I didn't want to be seen, this is where I would go. And I, I, I totally believe her on what she encountered. So, and she's only maybe an hour and a half away from me. So cool. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Well, thanks again, Jesse. If you see something, if something else goes on or if you figure that out, please get in touch with us and send us that yeah, picture that you drew. We'd love yeah, to absolutely. Thank yeah, you guys. Do that. All right, man. You take care. All right, thanks, Jesse. Take care. You too. Bye. I don't know, man. What do you think? What do you think happened to that guy? I pretty compelling that uh, I, I think he probably might have gotten abducted. <laughs> Something. I mean, you're driving along. I mean, you don't. You don't normally just lose time. You know, and he said he worked for the government at some point, and he said he never, he didn't do drugs, he didn't drink. Hmm. And if you're going to black out on a human level, you're going to have a car accident. You're not just going to end up driving yeah. and end up in a cul-de-sac 25 miles or whatever it was Park. away. Yeah. So that's what I think. You know, these see things could our, at least be... what pre- our listeners think. They could at least be respectful enough to put them back, put you back where they found you. You know? Yeah, right. Not miles down the road in a different spot. Or naked in the middle of the woods like Travis. <laughs> or naked in the middle of the woods like Travis. Poor yeah. Travis. But who knows? It's probably terrifying. I can only imagine. But I do remember some people talking well, about Well, if you've ever seen fire in the sky, you know that it's terrifying. Yeah. And I do remember hearing people talk about other abductions, that what they experienced, what they thought these things were saying to them, mind speaking to them. Just weird stuff. Just way out there. Right. But mm-hmm. We could speculate on this for hours. I hope you guys we enjoyed could. the show. Yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know if you've had an alien encounter. Reach out to us. Kind. Get on our website, www.cryptocreatures.net, or shoot us an email at info at cryptocreatures.co. Let us know what's or going on. there's Facebook or there's Instagram, so let us know. Reach out. Listeners, thanks for listening. Brian, thanks for being here with me again, as always. Yeah, man. Always fun. All right. We'll get the hell out of here. You ready? Yep, yep. See ya. <laughs>